new episode. Let's go. Good evening, what's everybody. Up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Insightful gang. We back in the building one more time. Yes, 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 yes. We hope everyone is doing well while you're watching this episode. Um, for all of our new listeners or viewers that we may have coming on, we always like to introduce ourselves. So I am Shaniquia, a.k.a. S. And I am Lakeisha, a.k.a. L. And together we are Insightful Conversations with SNL. SNL. Yes. Please make sure that y'all hit the notification bell. Um, so that way you'll know um, whenever we drop an episode. And also go ahead and like this episode and do all of that good stuff. Um, before we get started, we always like to check in with each other. So, uh, Lakeisha, how have you been? I've been a-okay. I cannot complain. Um, for our audience members who do not know, we actually, Shaniquia and I, um, as well as two other of our girlfriends from Thomasville, uh, LaShondra and Tasha, we actually just came back um, a week or so from Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. Um, to go see none other than the entertainer himself, Usher. Yes. Usher. Usher Raymond. Usher Raymond. You know, you know. <laughs> and let me tell you, he was amazing. Uh, phenomenal. 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 Like, he gives on a great show. So, if y'all have never seen him perform live, please check him out at his residency. Because matter of fact, he's gonna be performing from now until October, I think the end of October. Yeah. And then he added new dates for his show next year, starting in March until I think the end of July. So if y'all are able to do it, go check him out. Trust it's me, it, it's a show that is worth every cent, every coin. When I tell you this man dances, uh, he performs. His set design is amazing. Um, there's no lip syncing whatsoever. Um, and his body, oof, it's beautiful. Oh, good. <laughs> good gracious. Yes, yes. God took his time on that one. And you know, the, so the funny thing about it is like, and I was, I think I was telling you all this, like, I never really was like, I mean, I've always been an Usher fan, but in terms of like, his looks physically, I was like, he never really did it for me. But for some reason, at that concert, he was giving me everything. Looks, I think face. it's the, the grown and sexy vibe. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Because I was just like, okay, Ursula, like, yeah. come on, come on. But yeah, he did a great job. Great yeah. job. And we had fun in Vegas, too. Vegas was really we good. did. We did. Really so how about yourself, cuz? What's been going on in your neck of the woods? Been doing, I've been doing pretty good. Um, just working, work's been really busy. Um, just kind of laying low a little bit. But other than that, been good. Really no complaints. So, Amen to that. That's good. That's good. He's definitely good. All right. So um, well, we have a very special episode today. Because not only are you blessed with me and Lakeisha on your screens, we also have a guest that's going to be coming on. Uh, she's actually going to be a part of our Buzzworthy Topic segment as well yes. as um, the remainder of the episode. But um, she is someone who is actually a friend of the show. She's been a guest on our first season, so our inaugural yes. season she was on and um i was always trying to think about when would be a good time to bring her back onto the episode or onto the show and i felt like this particular episode was good to do that 
And so um, I hope that you all enjoy her as this guest for this evening. And so we will bring her out shortly because apparently she's having some technological <laughs> issues. But that's okay. That's okay. She coming um, back. She coming, she coming back. back. She coming back. She coming back. She coming back. So she may not be a part of the buzzworthy topic segment, but we can go ahead and get started. Um, we always like to start off with our buzzworthy topic segment. So Keisha, what's been buzzworthy in your week? Um, as you all know, of course, there, you know, things change, things happen rapidly. So, um, as far as what's trending, um, it changes constantly, uh, given the day, given the minute, given the second. Um, and so one of the trending topics that I've really been, um, diving into is this whole water crisis situation in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, so for those of you all that have not heard, um, about a week or so ago, um, Jackson, Mississippi was hit uh, with some heavy storms as much as the uh, the southern United States um, was at that time. Um, however, their water system uh, could not hold back um, that type of pressure that, you know, the storm, the, the, the rain was, was, was putting on their system. And as a result, um, it ended up flooding. Um, flooding the system uh, which caused it to flood out into the cities and things of that nature and as a result um the water is now uh contaminated um i know when the the situation first broke um they were saying that you know they were telling the residents um not only could they not um you know even like use the water um but they couldn't even drink it um, and so I just think about just the many ways that we utilize water throughout the day, whether you're watering your plants, uh, you're using water to take a bath and or a shower, uh, we're using water, um, you know, in order to cook with, um, you know, to wash cars. It's just so many things a lot of times we take for granted when it comes to how we use water. And so my heart goes out to um those citizens of Jackson, Mississippi, especially given the fact that 82% of their population is black. Um, and so this is not the first time that a situation like this has taken place um, in the United States, especially when it comes to, um, you know, people from lower socioeconomic backgrounds and just the, the different, you know, trials they have to put up with on a daily basis on top of, you know, now not having a good source um of water to use in their day-to-day -day lives um and things like that so um there's a lot of of course community service efforts that are taking place um not only in the city but of course they're calling for people you know across uh their state across the united states the world um to step in and help um you know if they can uh, whether that's donating you know bottles of water or even none water uh, materials such as toiletry and, hy and hygiene products and things of that nature. So I'm going to keep my eye um, on this story. I hope that, you know, things get better um, with time. But I, I don't know, for me, it's just sometimes frustrating just hearing um, about stories like this. And a lot of times, like I said, when you have a story that revolves around, you know, like a levee bursting and things of that nature, like I said, most of the time, the communities that are going to be affected um, are people who are black and brown. Um, and a lot of times these these situations tend to kind of be swept um, underneath the rug. Um, and they're people just like us. They have families like, you know, just like us. Their kids go to schools and they're out in the communities and things of that nature. So just like we tend to put a lot of emphasis on other things, you know, to me that same type of importance sh should also be placed on you know people's lives and how situations like this impact their their daily you know their daily um daily you know routine what about yourself cuz no i totally i totally agree with you because was as i heard about that story it made me think about um the water crisis that was in flint michigan um yep. and speaking of flint michigan and i'm not trying to take away the the crisis in mississippi but had, did they ever get fresh water in flint that I do not know. Because 
because I know I haven't been hearing about it anymore. Yeah. But, but yeah, because I remember that that was an issue. And you're right; it does it does tend to affect our um, our community the most. Yeah. So you know, my prayers and just my thoughts are just with them, and I'm just because you know that's something that they can't help. So they can't. Hoping and that. Then, go ahead. And then once again, like I said, we don't necessarily know when we could be in a situation, you right. know, or be affected like this. So, like I said, if you have the opportunity to donate, whether that's you know donating money or you can physically, you know, ship out bottles of water or like I said, non-water products in order to help, you know, these individuals, by all means, do so. Cool, cool. Okay, I think that we might have Carrie back um because I, I do see her waiting in the mm -hmm. studio so it's okay i'm gonna go ahead and let her in but the person that i was talking about is friend of the show one of my best friends carrie hey you guys Hello. i'm sorry i had a technical issue that's okay, <laughs> it's okay. Like, as soon as i heard you calling my name i'm so sorry <laughs> no it is quite all right it's quite all right so um, we were just talking about, we're, we're in the buzzworthy topic segment, but you know, Keisha was talking about the water crisis in Mississippi. Did you have any thoughts about that? No, I heard what you said about Flint and I don't think that they got that together. I don't think they got that straightened out yet. I think okay. they still have an issue with that. I think it's just, you know how America kind of is, it kind of, it just died down. The, right. I guess the, the excitement of it at the, the beginning, it kind of died down. So yeah, no. Yeah, they, okay. just, they just don't talk about it anymore, but I think they still have the same issue. Yeah, okay. But like we said, our prayers, our thoughts, if you have any uh, way that you can help support them, like Keisha said, you know, sending water bottles or, uh, you know, donate money, whatever, anything can help. Anything. So we are praying and our thoughts are with them, the ones affected by this. So in terms of me, um, Actually, the thing that I'm going to talk about is something that happened just today, um, which is uh, Queen Elizabeth II. Um, she passed away this morning, I believe it was morning or afternoon, whatever time it is in London, in the UK. Um, she was 96 years old, yes. and she basically served as queen for 70 years, which I think has been, don't quote me on this, but I think like the longest in history or something like that over there. If it's not, it should be in history. But um, <laughs> I know that's no, right. no, no, I'm not saying, I'm just saying for real. But um, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a long time. Yeah. That, that, that is. That is. So, and so <laughs> now they have a new person in power in charge. It's her son, who was Prince Charles, but he's now King Charles. So, the third. The third. King Charles yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you, because I want to miss <laughs> But um, but yeah, so so our thoughts and our prayers are definitely going out to um the family, the royal yeah. family, and, and anybody else that's been affected all over the world um by this loss. Because this is this is it is a loss, but at the same time, she lived a long. She life. did. She, she did. So, yeah, she did. And I know I was reading Shaniqua. Um, the Britain right now is is in an upheaval. There's a lot of unrest um, in that country. So, of course, with you know the Queen's death, um, it's putting it's making a lot of people uneasy because, of course, you know you don't know what's going to happen you know, moving forward um, and how it's going to impact, you know, their country um, and things like that. So um, once again, we'll be keeping an eye out on this story and sees how, you know, everything plays out, even with her son now stepping in that position of power. And I was also reading that um, this is since not, they've not had a king since 1952. Oh, wow. So this is major. This is big for them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I knew it had to be a long time. Like I said, she long was time. years. She was a yeah. century old. Yes, yes. Just yeah. yeah. She was almost yeah. there. She was almost, almost there. And I was thinking, there. I was thinking about how, um, you know, her husband had passed away last year. Yeah. So and he was like, I think 99. So he almost had made it to 100. 
So, but yeah, so definitely rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth the second. Yeah. Carrie, did you have anything? Not really. I just uh-uh. Well, somebody lives to be 96, all you could do is celebrate if they made it that far. And you right, like, Carrie. Like <laughs> right. It's right. like, you know, regardless of your feelings about, you know, what, how, who she was and what, you know, she might have contributed to the world, that's a long life. That's, that's, yes. yes. That's yes. all I got. <laughs> that's good. That's good. All right. Well, if there's nothing else buzzworthy, we can go ahead and end this segment and get right into our episode. So y'all, I know it's been a few weeks, might've been a month now, I can't remember, but it's been, it's been a few weeks, I know that for sure, um, where we had our last episode and we talked about love languages. So we're still gonna be talking about love languages in this episode, but um, we're bringing in a different perspective. So that's why Carrie is here. And we're just gonna have just a good conversation about the topic and kind of pick her brain a little bit on this topic. So we're simply just calling this episode Love Languages Part Two. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. So um, how do we wanna get started, ladies? How do we want to dive into this discussion? I don't know. Did you want to do a recap of what you talked about the last time and just kind of? Well, yeah, like, we can. Okay, we can. So go over you what the love languages are. Mm. Okay, we can. So um, for those who didn't watch or didn't listen, um, we talked about the topic of love languages. And for those that don't know about it, um, it's basically I think his name was Gary Chapman or something like that. The guy, um, he had wrote a book about it and I think it came out in the 90s or whatever, mm -hmm. the concept of this. And so the concept of love languages is five different topics or areas where it's, uh, and I don't think they're in any particular order, but it's um, words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, um, acts of service and quality time. Okay. And so what we did in the last episode is we talked about each of the five different um, love languages. And then we also talked about our own personal uh, love languages that we identify with. And we also, Shaniqua, gave examples yeah. um, of ways in which an individual could express um, that particular love language. Um, you know, to another person and things like that. Okay, so if you haven't watched or listened, go check it out. It was a really good episode. So um, with that being said, I guess we can go ahead and get started because um, I have a question for you, Carrie, just right off the bat. Um, in terms of the topic of love languages, um, how do you feel about the topic itself? Well, I guess I... I, I do agree that it, it is it's an important thing to discuss. I guess like I guess how you and your partner or your spouse or whatnot, how y'all how you how you converse, you know, because some people have conversations and they really don't communicate effectively. That's the, I think that's the most important part is effective communication because. I personally, in my relationship, we haven't like discussed actual love languages per se, like the just, you know, just going through each one individually and saying which one we identify with. We never really had that conversation, but it was more so just kind of understanding and just throughout our relationship communication of what you better not do, which, you, you know, kind of like over the course of years, it's like <laughs> along that, like, it's kind of like, okay, we just, we, we decided to just have adult conversations. And I guess over time, you kind of just, we, or we just kind of got used to each other. So okay. it wasn't really a big conversation about it. It's just kind of with us, it was more so paying attention to the other person. And then you just realizing what works and what doesn't work with what they react to and what they don't react to. So for us, it was more so along the lines of, you know, I know he likes to eat, 
So <laughs> if I want to get to his little bitty heart, I could cook. <laughs> so that's, that's like our little thing. So it's like if I like if I really like you know how some people like if I want, I guess you could say to ask for like I'm. I don't want to make it sound like, you know, I just ask for stuff, but like, you know, if you try to butter somebody up, you're going to find what they like. So it's like, if I, if I want some extra quality time or whatever the case, it's like, I will cook a more in-depth meal. Let's say that we, we having courses because, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to keep him, you know, full and happy at the house as versus like, you know, and probably sleep somewhere versus him playing the video game and I want attention and time. So. That's just what we adopted to over the times, over the course of time. So, okay, so it's so, not like so it sounds like what I'm hearing you say. It's not like you all actually identified what it is. It's like you kind of be like, okay, well, I want this. I know that I want this internally, <laughs> and I want you to provide this need for me. So I'm going to do what I feel like. I can do that's going to make sure that what I'm needing is going to be accomplished. This sounds like what I'm hearing you say. Exactly. Right. I just said that's, that's how we and that's how we work it over the course. But okay. I know that, like, okay. in a lot of like a lot of our 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 relationship is like um we communicate a lot. We talk a lot because he's a truck driver. He's on the road. At one point, he was on the road for two weeks at a time. So he was only home every other weekend. So as you can imagine, we talked on the phone a lot. <laughs> and so with that being said we had a we had a, we had a more opportunity than some people do so we had an opportunity to talk about like way more stuff and a lot more in depth because it's like we just had a lot of time to talk so but i guess what the average thing is just like i said i just i made sure i told him my you know out front my do's and don'ts as far as like um what i don't really care for as far as whatnot but I think that's the issue in the summer relationships. It's like people they communicate, but they don't communicate effectively. Like you know, you can do what you want somebody, what you think somebody wants you to do. Like some men think that buying women flowers or yeah, whatnot is the way to their heart. Like really, like really, all they want you to do is clean up, like pick up your your socks off the floor, or you know, wash a load of clothes. It's like just certain stuff, like take some load off of there. Like it's just certain stuff. But I think a lot of people don't know how to communicate that effectively as far as like for their mate to understand what they're trying to say, especially a lot of times. Well, it goes both ways. I want to say one or the other is worse or not. It's just I think that women have an issue with just thinking that men can read their minds or like, they can read yeah. our minds. Just know like what we want, like, okay, you know I've been fussing about something for so long, so you should automatically just know it's gonna bother me, so don't do it. And it's like as far as uh, like rather than just telling them don't do it, right? It's like you know just just it's just that type of uh, like I said, but I, that's what I've seen in a lot of relationships. It's just the I guess the the way that they effectively communicate their love languages. And carry carry to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. What you hit on something so important when you were talking about communication um some of the things that i got out of what you said um number one you were saying a lot of times we try to love people in a manner in which we're trying to love people we're thinking like hey the way that i want to be loved uh that's how this next person you know whether it's a spouse or co-worker family member, so on and so forth. And like you stated, that may not necessarily be the case. What touches you mm -hmm. and what's going to warm your heart may not be the, the same thing that's going to warm or, you know, or get Shaniqua, you know, going or either myself, because as uh, you stated, we're mm -hmm. all different people. Yeah. But if we don't learn to speak up and advocate for ourselves, then you, what do you, you know, what can you expect? Like you said, we're not mind readers. Nobody's yeah. mind readers. And sometimes yeah, even man. though you have told people, you're we're right, you're yeah. right. And sometimes, although you may have voiced your concerns or even it's just not a concern, you may just be making a statement. Like you said, if you know your partner well enough, sometimes we are gonna have to have that conversation. We'll have to come back to it again you may have to approach it from a different angle so you can't mm -hmm. always think just because we've had this conversation one is a one and done like no once again like you stated mm -hmm. that comes from knowing your partner so picking up not only on those verbals but the non-verbal cues that you were talking yeah. about as well yeah, yeah which mm -hmm. is so important yeah, yeah. 
Because I think people just think that communication a lot of times is just verbal. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, what, mm-hmm. what you don't say yeah. speaks volumes too, because to me, that's a form yeah. of communication it as well. Is. It yeah, because body language, body language is language too. So it's like you know, uh-huh. like if somebody rolls their eyes at you, you already know it. You know, it's like what was that about? Regardless of how you how they meant it, it's how you take it. Like how right. you, it's how you take it. It's how you feel about it. So that's a lot of times like what you said is just kind of. I guess like it, I guess it also depends on how well you know the person that you're with. Because like I said, I've been with him for what eight years now. So. And and like I said, a lot of communication throughout those years, him being a truck driver, and like I said, over the, I would say maybe the last six or so years, he's been home every weekend for the most part, like off and on, but every weekend. So like I said, we still get a whole lot of communication in. But one of the things that I learned from, I said past, like from my mom and dad, from just watching other people's relationship, whether it's like you know TV shows, whatever, like Divorce Court, you know, type of different like different shows or whatnot, where you can just pick up what other people are doing and just like, oh no, you know, I see what they're doing. I'm not going to do that. So, you know, it's one of those things. I know another thing that, you know, resonates with him is that the world is chaos. So when you come home, you want peace. So it's one of those things mm. I picked up on is that like, okay, I don't want a chaotic household. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I might not have the the speaking span. It might not be like spotless when he gets home or whatnot. Every, like he might not have a plate waiting on when he gets home. But we have an understanding to where, you know, we communicate and say, if I don't want to cook or I just don't feel like it, it's not an issue. It's just I'll just tell him and he'll be like, okay, well, what you want to order? Like, what you in the mood for? Or if it's getting a little late, he'll be like, okay, so what we eating? And <laughs> so it's like, you know, the conversation comes up. And it's like we all, the one thing that we had, like, I guess it's kind of like just the understanding we have is if we don't do nothing else, we're going to eat. Like, you know, we're going to, we gonna, you know, <laughs> we don't do nothing else, we can figure that out. But it's like, it's just certain stuff where it's like, it was not a big deal. It's not a deal. That's why I said, until, because when you said that, when I when I um, watched the podcast from the first um, part one, I didn't realize that it had been around that long either. Yeah, didn't we, know. Didn't either. No, we didn't. We didn't either, because when we did yeah. our, when we were doing our research, it was like the 90s. I was yeah. like, really? Uh-huh. I was thinking yeah, that this like Mm, yeah. I thought it was like a lot of uh, the a lot of new stuff is how you know they they start putting late like labels and names and stuff because like in the last maybe what 15 10 or 15 years they started labeling stuff like you know you hear a lot of these clinical terms like narcissist and all these type of words that's getting thrown around so when I heard love mm-hmm. languages I was like oh lord they didn't came up with something for people to you know because like when I when I first started hearing about it, it was like people were specifically like, my love language is this and my love language is that. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, what if you don't identify with more than one? Is it something wrong? Like, if you would have. Mm. <laughs> right. It's, like, yeah. it's like, it's all, they all interconnect in some kind of way because it's like, I don't know any woman that would say, oh, no, don't buy me anything. But it's like, but I would rather spend time with you than, you know, you buy me a thousand dollars worth of stuff i'd rather go on a trip with you or something like you know take that money and do something else like let's invest let's do something different with it just depends on where your mindset is but i, I don't know any woman that'll say you know just don't do this but do this like you know like don't buy me anything just mm-hmm. sit here and watch movies with me. it's like no you could buy me something but I, I would rather you watch movies with me. but if you buy me something i'm going to accept it you know i'm not okay, i mean who would yeah. <laughs> or right. carrie back to your That's point me. If you're going to go out of your way to purchase or get me something, make it meaningful. So if I've had a conversation, like you said, instead of, you know, for a fact, I'm not a flowers type of chick, then don't Mm -hmm. waste your money on flowers. But maybe I've been sitting up here talking about, you know, this, a certain type of purse or a certain type of perfume that I've been wanting for the longest, or I've been wanting you to take me to go see, you know, a concert or a show that has more meaning. And then you're going to get more of a better um, response versus like you said, you buying something and just thinking that I'm supposed to just go. Right. And it's just like, but you know, Mm -hmm. that, I'm grateful for it, but yeah. that's not necessarily me. That, yeah, because that, it, it, it can come across as exactly it, it can come across as ungrateful because yeah. it's exactly. not what you necessarily want. And it's like it's not being that. It's just like it just not what it doesn't do anything for me. But exactly. it's like I, but yeah. you know, like that's yeah. not, I, I could have watched Netflix. We could have watched a Netflix movie and had the same. Right. Right. You know, I could have had a better feeling, but. Yeah. I say at the same time, I think a lot of people get it confused because, like, like I said, all intermingles to me with each other. Because if you do buy somebody something and it makes them happy or whatnot, 
And it's like, okay, then that could snowball into, you know, physical touch, which could turn into, you know, it's like it's just everything can like kind of, I guess you could say it can like they're on top of each other. So it's like, I don't think it's, cause that's what I, that's my original thought of when I first started hearing people like really talk about it a lot. I was just like, oh Lord, they finna start categorizing and then people gonna more confusion to the dating scene and all this cause, cause like it's already enough confusion out here anyways, like with people dating and, you know, like I said, lack of communication and over communicating and just everything. Cause yeah. Yeah. Whew, I was and, like the dating world, just from my observation, it has so much pee and it. it's not funny. It's oh, so, oh, you're not lying. You're not lying. <laughs> I can speak on that. Let me just say, let me just say, I can speak on that. Yes, as a single, as a single woman, yes. Girl, when I tell you, I'll say, I I tell him, I said, whatever it is, we're going to fix it. I can't go back out there in the street. Mm -mm. Right. It's definitely hard. It's real for me, and I ain't even in it. I just watching it. It's like, I feel feel, my heart is out to y'all. I'm living my best life right now. When When it comes, when it happens, it happens. Girl, that's I see that. I understand that because you just gotta let God go, <laughs> let God handle this one. Because yeah, let go and let God. Let God literally, yeah, <laughs> literally. You have to, you have to. Well, we got out here. <laughs> so I wanted to ask the both of you all. Um, a couple of days after Shaniqua and I filled episode number number one on love languages um a video on tiktok came across my feed and it was this young lady that was actually talking about a six love language and so what she explained um the six love language um is feeling known so it can some people can kind of sometimes confuse it with acts of service um but what she explained is like uh for example let's say um your mom or like i said your significant other or co-worker goes to a store and purchases you um a bulk of chocolate covered strawberries um and then they hand them to you um and that's your way of feeling loved or feeling appreciated it's gonna have more meaning uh, because this person not only went out of their way but they sacrificed time and effort to make sure that you were happy um, another example she gave was being on an airplane. So if you're with your spouse, your mate, and let's say he or she knows that you like the window seat, uh, but maybe they also want to sit and look out of the, the window as well during the plane ride. Um, and because they know that that would, you know, make your little heart happy, they decide to give you that seat. Um, and as a result, once again, it makes you feel like this person really gets you. Um, they really know you because once again, they sacrifice, you know, their time, their effort. And for some people, even happiness, even uncomfortability, um, just to see, you know, to see you laugh or to see you have a smile um, on your face. So how do you all feel about, you know, the six love language or do you feel like it's sort of very similar uh, to acts of service and why? Well, to me, it sounds like a hybrid of acts of service and receiving gifts. Like it's kind of like yeah. a you because I'm assuming that the person who's doing the gift giving, like, kind of knows the person that they're with, like in a way. So it's like, okay, I would, <laughs> I would hope that the person, you know, like, well, I guess they're giving you gifts. It's not your love language. They don't know you that well, but still, like, you know, it's just certain stuff. I think it just comes in to me in a healthy relationship. It comes natural. Yeah, it's kind of like an extension. Like you kind of like what you you do what you think will make the other person happy. More so, like I guess like you said, feeling known. But it, that just sounds like a hybrid of a few of them to me. Like it's kind of like who I don't I don't know. I guess because I've been in a relationship so long. But it's kind of like one of those things where if you've been with somebody for a while and you feel like you know them well enough to even going to trip with them, I guess you could say, <laughs> it, you yeah. you would think that it'd be like, oh, okay, well, this will make this person happy. It's just like, I guess, I guess she would call it being feeling known. I, I just think it's like part of a relationship. This is part of love, like period, or caring for the person. Like you just want to see them happy. So it's like, it doesn't necessarily have, I don't think it has to have a necessarily a, a title. It's just more so being a caring, decent spouse or <laughs> individual. It's just, I mean, I just, just to me, but. Yeah. 
I, I definitely agree with you as well, Carrie. Um, I do think it's a fuse between um, acts of service and receiving gifts as well. Um, and I hope I'm not going to be the one that's going to be negative in this. But um, the only thing, when you were telling about that story, Keisha, how she was describing it, and I think this is this might be from a therapist standpoint. Um, I'm just thinking about, yes, I want to do whatever I can to make my significant other partner, spouse, whatever, happy. And, you know, I'm all for that because I think that that is what is needed in a healthy relationship or marriage or whatever. But um, I think the only thing that will kind of concern me with that is making sure that it's going to be reciprocated and that my needs are also going to be met too because if i'm doing all i can and all for you yes and then i'm losing myself in the process because i feel like all i'm doing is making sure that you're good and that might not have been that young lady's intention when she said that but i'm just thinking about it like that because i can kind of see how it could go left if, but if that's the case, it could go left for any of the lo love languages. Yeah, yeah, but that's for some reason that in particular came to my mind. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't get that from when she spoke. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, I was just saying, <laughs> I didn't think that was her intention either. But I was just thinking, like, for me, because I, I see a lot of times where people put a lot of stock into relationships with other people where they lose their self in the process and i just don't want that to happen you know what i'm saying because because sometimes it can kind of be unhealthy because it's like i'm doing everything for this person and i'm like i said i'm not i'm losing me like i'm i'm I think thinking the, about I, I i think that's the assumption that somebody right. would do for you as you would do for them because i right. think that's a lot of what cause a lot of miscommunication is yeah. that you assume it's almost like the love language. You assume that yeah. because you're doing something for somebody that you would want them to do for you, that they automatically just know to do it. And it's like, they, I think that's what you try. That's what I got from what you said. Yeah, that's, what, I mean, that's what it goes back to what you were talking about, healthy. Because if uh -huh. that's the case, uh -huh. it can fall all love languages. Somebody could fall into uh -huh. that particular predicament. So if it's not a healthy uh -huh. relationship, you don't necessarily know yourself and or your self-worth then yeah it's easy for you to get caught up in feeling known it's easy for you to get caught up in giving gifts it's easy for you to get caught up when it comes to trying to spend time with that person and you're not necessarily getting that same type of treatment so my thing is you probably don't need to be showing any of these type of love languages if you know that it's not a it's not a healthy relationship y'all are not moving forward in the same direction so that nobody gets hurt but it goes back to the key word that carrie brought up from the get-go effective communication we've got to stop assuming that right. people know us or that people know our thought processes that people get us to just because i like red or i like vanilla ice cream one day doesn't mean 15 20 years down the road that's gonna still be my that's gonna be my same my same cup of tea so you've got to constantly stay communicative to keep y'all relationship on the up and up and that's one thing carrie thank you for sharing that i appreciate you know about you and your husband because we don't hear a lot of that especially in our community when it comes to you know healthy relationships because uh -huh. yeah. that's one of the things we did from the beginning because like we were friends first like before we started dating um like years ago and then we kind of fell back like i guess in touch with each other and it, it took off from there but we made it a point from the beginning that like we wanted to make sure that we i guess i guess that we both kind of did our work on ourselves before we came mm -hmm. together so it was one yeah. Of yeah we made it a point to say that we wanted to make sure if we either one of us had an issue with the other one that we were feel comfortable enough to tell the other person like you know like a adult conversation like instead of me just being mad at him if it's like not little stuff like but you know like if it's really something bothering me to you know not come to him in my feelings like emotional and he does like because i did that way back when we first got together i did that one time i, I was up like late i was all upset had my, i was just i had worked myself all up 
And then I texted him this long, probably three-page text message. And then I called him before he probably even got a chance. And he was on the road, so, so I know he didn't read it. So then I called him, and I was just all a whole mess. And he was like, oh, I didn't even know we had a problem. I was like, see? <laughs> I felt <laughs> so <laughs> And that was like, when I, I was, that was like years ago. But it was still like, okay. And from that moment, I was like, okay, I don't want to feel like this again, because I felt so stupid. And like, I was, it was like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. And I was just wide awake and just upset for no reason. And it was like little stuff, but I guess I had held it in so long that it boiled yeah. over to mm-hmm. something for me. But I never told him, and I never let on that something was wrong. I thought I had, but I guess I never did. So that's when I, we, we kind of made a decision that we were going to make sure, like, we had something that was really bothering us to talk about it. So, because, like, we, because some people call us weird, because we don't really, we fuss, but we don't argue. Like, we don't do the whole cussing, fussing. You get out, you can't sleep. We don't do all it because it's like, where are you getting with it? It's like, that's to me, that's not a healthy relationship because at the end of the day, he's still like my friend, he's my best friend. So it's like, mm-hmm. I would, how I will come to you, Shaniqua, or any one of my other friends, if something was, un- if you made me uncomfortable, I would feel comfortable enough in, in our friendship right. to come to you about it as an adult instead of me just being like, oh no, I just block you on everything yeah. and just, you know write you a cuss out or text message or whatnot and you over here because you don't know what you did and how you know i'm just assuming you know how i feel so that's a lot of things where it comes with like the love language communication it's like just letting other know how you really feel like mm-hmm. tell them like don't assume they know don't expect don't say i've said it before it's like no i because i think i operate on i don't expect anybody to know what i think or how i feel unless i've told them that part and like going back to the love languages it's like you can talk to somebody and like you can communicate in a way but you could be speaking spanish and they speak french it's like so you're speaking two different languages so they don't they just hear you barking at them they don't know what you're talking about if you depending on your delivery of it so i think a lot of that comes into effect where it's just i like i said well goes all back to effective communication Mm -hmm. all day and never be heard yes that is definitely what you said, Shaniqua, you, you get resentment and you hurt yourself and you just uh-huh. in a hurtful relationship yeah. and you get unhappy because I was that's that's the one thing I never understood. I I could I, to the life of me, I was like, it's a billion people on this planet, and you will want to spend the rest of your life being miserable. One, I do not understand it. I was like, if, I don't understand. Like, if you're unhappy, leave. If your love language isn't being fulfilled and you haven't told the person or if you have and they don't acknowledge it, go find one of them billions of people. Just go outside the country, find somebody else, race, gender, whatever. Go yeah. find somebody. I definitely agree with you, what you're saying on that. But I think part of the problem that people have, they get comfortable and they feel like, uh-huh. you know what, this is familiar for me, this person or whatever. And I know that I'm not getting my needs met here. And I know that I'm not getting treated the way I want to be treated. But uh-huh. it's better for me to be in this situation that I'm familiar with because I know this and I don't necessarily want to start back over or whatever have you. And sometimes they might feel like they can change the person, which. Uh-huh. I, I heard that plenty of times. So, yeah, I, I'm a change. I'm like, I'm like a little mini counselor sometimes because I just, like I said, yeah. I, just, I just don't understand. I've heard the explanation, like, you know, I'm uncomfortable here, but at the same time, it's right. like, oh, okay, well. You sit there being happy on this planet that God put you on. You know this. <laughs> you know it's just I. I just I just don't understand. Like you rather live your life miserable with somebody you comfortable with instead of going like out there and to find your happiness. Mm-hmm. Live it alone or with somebody, but just I guess that's 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 why I say I I, I pray for people out here in these streets daily because it's rough. Yeah, and I think that goes back to what Lakeisha was saying too about really knowing yourself and your yeah. and your your self esteem or whatever because that at the end of the day that's what it is you know what I'm saying a lack thereof you know what I mean uh-huh. because uh-huh. because you don't have like we all have choices basically and uh-huh. you don't have to be in this situation that is uh-huh. not doing uh-huh. anything for you. I think I said in season one. One of um, something that I've learned, especially in my 30s, is that people treat you in the manner in which you allow them mm-hmm. to treat you. You teach people um, how to treat you. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. And so if you're putting up with toxic behavior um, and like you said, you've not had that conversation 
um, and told them how you feel, or maybe you all have had the conversation and they're still continuing on with the behavior, then, hey, they're showing you just how much they think about you. Um, and at that point, you've got a choice. Hey, you can either leave or you can stay. But so for, for some people also, it's it's fear. It's fear of the unknown. It's fear of getting back out yeah. here in this dating pool. Like you said, that's full of urine and sardines and sharks. Um, but at and the same boo -boo, time, even with the sardines and sharks, there still, are still some beautiful men and some beautiful women who are looking for some great relationships. You know, they're doing the work when it comes um, to themselves. They're working on their finances and getting themselves together physically, emotionally, and psychologically. So um, I would encourage you, don't let that scare you. You know, get out there, try something try something new but before you try something new you definitely need to make sure that you got yourself um together before you sit up here and bring that baggage to somebody else exactly because that's yeah. the most uncomfortable part is like um because with healing comes you have to acknowledge and you have to hold yourself accountable like you have to hold yourself yeah. accountable for whether it's past relationships or friendships whatever it is that what have you done to end like what what did you contribute to them in a negative exactly okay. Not, like you, yeah you have to you have to dissect yourself and then like whatever you believe whoever you believe in like i believe in god so i took my time out daily and it was just like i was trying to really see like what it is i need to work on as far as whether it's my mouth because i know that i i'm sometimes i can be quick with comebacks <laughs> it depends on the situation so it's like you know that's one of the things I knew I had to work on, but I also made it a point that I said the next relationship I get in, I was like, that's going to be it for me. Like, I don't want to date around anymore. Like I was ready to settle down. And then when he called me out of the blue, so was he. Like we just, the first time, so one of the first conversations we had was like, he was ready, like, cause him being on the road, being a church driver at the time, he was like, he was ready to come home to somebody like regularly. Like he was, you know, he was tired of going home to an empty apartment and then he's not a party guy he's not a club person or whatnot so it's like him going to work you know going driving the truck and just going back to his apartment and vice versa on the weekends who he's not gonna come across you know a whole lot of people quality people <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that dynamic so it's just like yeah we just went done one day and pretty much been together ever since but like I said, we had we had our growing pains, yes. But just like I said, we just decided that we wanted to have a healthy, happy relationship. Like we wanted to affect. We made it a point that we were going to communicate with each other and have conversations. That like even if it's just something that we see on TV or just like on Facebook or Instagram, just a topic that comes up, we're just like you know just kind of a conversation about it. And so it's just like going back to the love language, just certain stuff I know doesn't matter to him. Like material things don't matter to him. So what I did, it, well, I do and I've done is like for his birthday, he's never really been a big, he's never, growing up, he never really celebrated his birthday because just finances and stuff like that. So it's never been a big deal to him. So for me, I was like, okay, well, I know he's real big in football, college football, especially he's an Auburn fan, you know, so he's a diehard. So <laughs> it's ridiculous. But anywho, um, <laughs> oh, you're not an Auburn fan, huh? I am by yeah, by okay. by default. Okay, by yeah, default. All right. Yeah, yeah, I am by default or eagle. Anywho, so <laughs> I bought him like <laughs> I bought him like Auburn stuff, like for his birthday or whatnot. Like I bought him like you know like maybe a throw blanket or some slippers or some sweatpants or something like that just stuff that i don't like little stuff and it's like he's not used to it so he just i even bought him a, i even got him a cake made one time with like the um the stadium or something like that on there that he pointed out one time he was like yeah i want to get that picture put on, on his little man cave and i was like okay so i just kept it in mind so for his birthday i was like okay cool i just had a, a cake made or whatnot and it was like i saw his little smile but he was trying to you know i guess be hard with i don't know <laughs> he was happy but he was trying to like control that. Like, oh, I never had somebody do this. I was like, oh, okay, you know. So I was like, my. Give you a half smile, a half smile, quarter smile. I didn't. See it, yeah, it was. He tried to hide it, but yeah, he, I saw. Yes, yeah, I saw teeth. So <laughs> I saw teeth. He tried to hide it. He was just like he was trying to hide the little boy inside of him that was all happy he got because I got him a good little bit of stuff. He was just like, okay, it was just like that whole I guess 
he's he does stuff for people like he's one of those give you a shirt off his back type people you know if you need help you help you out and like i'm kind of the opposite so it's like i like to see him have because i know he does stuff for a lot of people like family and whatnot so it's like that I, I see that so it's like that's what i did for him even though i know material things don't really matter to him i knew that would mean something to him and like like i said that little boy smile that he showed is like okay you know made my little heart happy because like okay even though he just say you know thank you you know, and it's like, really, he's like, you know, I know he's jumping up and down on inside. If he's not, I guess what I, I took it is when I got my little smile. But yeah, so I just like get stuff that I know he'll need, but uh, that like I know he wants, but he'll never really buy for himself or whatnot. He'll talk about it and talk about it and won't do it. And I'll just go ahead and get something like similar, to, like something close as I can to what I think he'll want. And like if he said he need a a book bag like to carry you know just back and forth around when he's um you know on the road or whatnot just going to uh just need to carry his uh toiletries and stuff in so i know he likes the ravens i got him a ravens book bag because i was like let me split it up so i'll just get you everything the same it's just little stuff like that that i just you know learn to pay attention to over the time just observing like what mm -hmm. i think would make him happy and so yeah and it's like a vice versa like if like say it's just something for example something happened to me well, because one time I think I hurt my leg and I had, um, I couldn't really walk that well. So it was one of these, he took the dog, my, we got two dogs. He took the dogs out for me, walked them for me, whatnot. It wasn't an issue. You know, in the fact that I was stuck in the house for the most part, it's like he had just got off work. He didn't mind. It wasn't like the whole big discussion. Like he was tired. He didn't feel like he just got up and did it for me, whatnot. Did we had to do, you know, he washed dishes, did whatever, because I couldn't do it. Oh, and now it was just made it easier for me or whatever. So it's just like little stuff like that. that I think that goes a long way in some mm -hmm. of the things where it's just like you observe what you think the other person might like or right. want more so than assuming what you think they want and right. it doesn't go anywhere. Right. But I think that also comes with, like you said, I think in the beginning, Carrie, about really knowing the person mm -hmm. and like really getting to know them. Because I know like we communication definitely is important course mm -hmm. but like you said about the observation like okay that can be the nonverbal communication you know like I'm observing like okay well I see that you are not feeling well right now or you're not able to you know do for yourself right now so let me, I got you like let, let me let me take oh, like you. some of the best advice I got was like it, it said when when you're dating somebody it's like you got to watch them and it's yeah. like after you decide that this person you want to get with, you need to watch them. After you decide you want to get engaged, you got to watch them. And it's like, because all this stuff, like, it's the consistency of it all. And it's like, after you marry, you got to keep watching them. Because it's like, even if you just want to make sure that consistency is there before even you get to the point of engagement or marriage, you want to make sure that that person is staying consistent with what they showed in the beginning. Because, you know, as we all know, that people send their representatives out the mad <laughs> i like to call it the mad so yeah yeah people people call it a bait and switch but i was like i really think that the person is like you give that's why a lot of times if you give people enough time like you said the mask will fall off you can't mm -hmm. they can't live for so long because you could get a whole lot of um what is it um gifts or whatnot but if they give you too many gifts up front, it's like you gotta watch. Like, why are they doing this? It's like what what they call it now, love bombing. Mm -hmm. Is that yeah, yeah. yeah, like somebody be doing all this and really behind closed doors, they about to beat you. Like you don't know <laughs> they buttering mm -hmm. you up to, you know, to do something negative. It's like, but you all in love and they got your heart because they did a whole bunch of stuff to, you know, get you in the fields, like get your you know, get your heart all involved. But it's like you really don't love this person, you just become attached to what they doing for you yeah so it's like i think if that is a love language you just got to be careful that somebody isn't learning your love language and they abuse it because yeah. yeah, that's a great point over love somebody can over love you to like to death literally so it's like but it's it's that that's another thing with the like the i guess i think the title of the love language so that's why i was when I first started hearing about it, I was like, okay. So some people, like how they do with the astrological signs. Some people, won't, they, they take that like so serious um, <laughs> to, to the extreme sometimes. But it's like, like I said, it's just some people will take that and just say, oh no, my love language is this, period. It's like, it's no growth there if you're not like, okay, 
it's, it's, it's more as a combination sometimes. Like, yeah. you cannot be materialistic, but like when somebody buys you something every once in a while, it still can make you happy. Not necessarily saying, you know, you need that, but it will make it like, right now, if he told me he booked a, a seven day vacation or something like that, I, I don't need it, but will I be happy? Yes. <laughs> will yeah. I go pay my bags? Yes. Will I, will I go get my, you know, it's just little stuff like that, but but like I said, it's just like necessarily what you need and versus what you want, I guess you could say. Because mm-hmm. I think everybody wants to feel loved, but I guess it's, again, it just goes back to a healthy love. Yeah. Yes. Love you all day, but if it's not what you, it could be what you want, but not what you need. Right. And then 10 years later, you're miserable. Right. And a whole lot of what you wanted. And your, like how she, how Keisha said, like that in line, Things change, like like you said, you can like red today, and then over the course of the years, blue turns you. It's like he's still stuck on red. And it's like okay, he give me one more red thing, okay. but it's like <laughs> you don't want to hurt the feeling and say no, I don't want this and whatnot. Like I said, they want to sound ungrateful, but it's still like okay, growth comes. So yeah, the growth changes, so the feeling. So yeah, um, and we change as people. So naturally, our our taste mm-hmm. and our interests mm-hmm. and, and things that we mm-hmm. want like may not necessarily be the same way and that's going to change we grow and evolve individually and as a relationship so oh, yeah. yeah yeah you know what mm-hmm. I'm, I'm loving what i'm hearing ladies i felt like this was a great dialogue and and there was as we were talking i was just thinking about all the different themes that came up for me like effective communication like i know we said that a lot and mm-hmm. we also talked about um understanding that was another key thing like it's it's one thing to have the communication but to also make unsure that you're understanding what is communicated to you and and you're being able to really get it like and even asking questions sometimes if you don't understand you know be like okay did Uh did i hear did i hear you say this correctly is this this what i'm getting Uh the the difference between listening and hearing somebody yeah exactly Mm -hmm. exactly Uh yeah so definitely communication definitely understanding observing Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so many things. The one, the one rule: gotta watch. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and growth and evolving too. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of that out there. Yeah, it, yeah. In a healthy relationship, I think that comes naturally. So yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It does. Okay. Well, we do have a few more minutes, but you know we're gonna go ahead and kind of start wrapping up the topic. Um, did y'all, did you, any one of y'all have any last things y'all wanted to say about the topic? Not me. I feel like overall we've said enough. Okay. Yeah. I think I exhausted all my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) We did. But, um, well, one of the ways before we do close out this episode, one way that we like to end our episode is with something called insightful moments. And this is where we take time to give something to y'all. Not that we haven't been giving y'all jewels throughout this whole episode, but, you know, we want to leave you with something that's just meaningful for you and something that you can take with you. So whether that is a song lyric, a Bible scripture, or um, an inspirational quote, we're giving that to you. And so, Carrie, as our special guest, um, do you have any insightful moments that you want to share with our, our listeners and viewers? I think I do. So, um, just over the course of the last couple of weeks, I, I, I guess a lot of people have been passing. So, I think the biggest thing I, I've come to is love the people that are in your life. Like, love on them while they're here. Because once they're gone, it's too late. So give people their flowers while you can. It's like, cause life is short. You never know when that time will come for anybody. So yeah, love on people and give them their flowers while they're here. That's all I got. I like that, Carrie. Love on people and give them their flowers while they're here. That, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so true. That's so true. Yep, that's all I got. Well, thank you for sharing that, Carrie. Yeah. We really appreciate that. We really appreciate that. So, um, you too can submit any insightful moments that you have. Um, you can always uh, DM us or email us. And please make sure 
as always, like and follow um, Insightful Conversations with SNL on Facebook and Instagram. Our username is at Insight Combo WSL. And also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. So like we said at the beginning, please make sure that, you know, you go ahead and like this video, share it, um, hit the notification button, all of that. And if you don't watch us but prefer to listen to us, we're on all major uh, podcast platforms. So, you know, you can follow us that way too and subscribe to us that way. But we got you covered, either watching us or listening. Okay. So, well, I didn't have any other thoughts. Anybody else? I'll be it. Okay, good, good, good. Oh, and I forgot to mention about if you wanted to email us, our email address is insightfulconversations37 at gmail.com. So you can hit us up that way too. All right, well, if there is nothing else, this will conclude our episode. We hope that you really enjoyed it and you were able to get something very meaningful out of this that you can use not only in your relationships or potential relationships, but even within your own personal lives. So um, with that being said, until the next time, y'all take care. <laughs> Enjoy life. Give each other the flowers while they're here. And be safe out there. Peace. All right, All right bye, y'all. Peace.